and welcome to Knights of Infinite Resignation, a podcast about the future, because it's going to happen whether we like it or not. I'm your host, Jack Sinclair. I'm Claire Adams. And I'm Paul Lupton. Uh, hey guys, how is everyone? Good, thanks. Good, thank you. How about yourself? I'm good, I'm good. Quick question. What's your favourite alien film? I, I can't... I have no <laughs> idea. That's like the simplest question I already don't know. Um... Independence Day because it's a lot of old piss, but it's really great as well okay. at the same time. That's fair. I I'm gonna be really boring and just say Alien. I really like. Yeah, it. Alien. Alien's good. Okay. Predator. No, Predator. I like Predator. I forget they're aliens. I mean, even though they obviously are because they can turn invisible. And they do yeah. literally come from space at the start of the film. But... And they, yeah. Don't highlight my idiocy. That helps no one. <laughs> <laughs> Well, obviously, the theme of this episode is aliens, or more importantly, our first contact, which is not my favourite alien film, but it is a film about contacting aliens. Um, That's Star Trek, right? Yeah, it is, yeah. It's it's one of the mediocre Star Trek films. I mean, there's one where they end up in the present day in New York, so, I mean, that's that's a bold claim. And they talk to whales. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. There's probably a reason I'd forgotten about that, to be honest. I actually have no idea what you're talking about, and I'm kind of glad. I've not seen it. I was just told. What's your favourite alien movie, Jack? I don't know. Uh, I don't. I don't really care, to be honest. It was just a segue to start talking about aliens. So imagine, in the not too distant future, we've started to travel beyond our solar system. Sure. And. Uh, we're visiting new planets, stuff like that. What do you think is more likely? Do you think we're more likely to find aliens on a planet or <coughs> aliens in a space station? What do you think is going to be our first contact? I would say space station, because what they've done is they've not come directly from their planet to us. They've come about maybe halfway just to suss out the situation. Because you know how temperamental humans are. We might kick off, so they're like, we're not going to go straight down there. Just stay here, see what, see what the vibe is. I would agree. So, I mean, so technically they've already sussed us a little bit because they know that we're, you know, trigger happy. Mm-hmm. Cool. And how far away are they? Far. Uh, <laughs> I don't know how nautical miles work in space. Like the space version of nautical miles. Wait, light years. Light years. But then, I mean, I could get I could get scientific on you, but I, there's really no point. <laughs> it, it, yeah, this isn't a science podcast. No, I mean, literally, when you start talking about traveling through space, you have to take into account like yeah. relativity and expansion. So, no. Can, can I ask a really quick question? Go. That probably might get cut. Can you turn left in space? <laughs> I mean, yes. Left what? relative to right. you. It, yeah, if you're going forward and you go to the co-pilot, turn left. There's a left, right? Yeah, I mean, but only relative to you. Right, okay. At least there's a, a, yeah, at least there's a version of an answer to that question. Cool, okay. I don't, <laughs> I don't get the question. Why did you ask that? Because space is space and there's no roads or buildings or like, you know, Tesco local that you can use to go around. Uh, uh, I so think... I just wondered if without... Yeah. Do you mean because there's not an actual, like, there's no, like, up or down? Is that what you mean? Yeah, that's exactly so what I meant, yeah. Is there a left or right? Yeah. Yeah. That's the problem. That's the direction, man. Direction and spatial awareness only exists relative to you and another object. Right. Okay. So technically, yeah, that's what I was saying. you can turn left, but you, depending if you actually had any point of reference, you wouldn't know you've turned left anyway. So if you went yeah. turn left at Jupiter. Okay. Like that yeah. direction. You could, yeah, you could then uh, <laughs> coerce yourself to do that. 
That's an extremely vague direction. Just turn left around that massive planet. <laughs> yeah, just oh. round the corner, turn left. But then again, yeah. turning is an acceleration, so you probably feel the motion at least. Yeah, sure. Okay, fine. You know the best part of that question? It wasn't even my question. It was on a different podcast I was listening to ages ago. Okay, I assume their answer was better. With No, it was worse because it was a podcast about video games. Okay. Well, why, anyway, what okay. were we talking about? I was Sorry. I was literally about to say, why was the podcast about video games talking about whether you could turn left in space? And I realised we're talking about a uh, contacting aliens, and yet we're still talking about whether we could turn left in space. So not too weird. Yeah, but that, that's because one of your co-hosts decided to derail it for his amusement, <laughs> assuming that assuming it would get cut. I mean, we've done ten minutes of recording, and I think about twenty six seconds of that is usable. <laughs> so right. we said I'm hello. Not and I'm not going to ask stupid <laughs> questions. Let's just laser-focused, shark-like, wrecking ball, bulldozer forward. Oh my god! So, so the aliens are on a space station. They've turned yeah. left. They've turned left at Mars to get to us. What are they yeah. doing? Well, I assume we dock with them. They open the doors. They say, "Hey, um, <laughs> we got it pretty right." It's little kind of like nipple height. Grey alien men. Completely new. Yep. No shame. Who, <laughs> who's nipple? What, I mean... <laughs> um, I, there's, I, I, there's so many... I mean, is it Danny, Danny DeVito? Danny DeVito nipple? Or your nipple? I mean, <laughs> Mark Hamill. About Mark Hamill's nipple. Okay, How tall is Mark Hamill? Um, Taller than Danny DeVito. Five, he's but, about five foot nine, right? But not tall enough to be a stormtrooper, so... Ooh. Moving on, because this doesn't need to turn to a Star Wars cast. <laughs> um, <laughs> Empire is the only good one, thanks. So We're just assuming that we've docked with them and they've willingly opened the doors to us. Yeah, and they're like, so. Yeah. But I, Well, actually, I do want to say, how do you think they communicate? Do you think they're just, are they language-based? Or do you think they're going to be kind of more handsy or telepathic? That's not a thing, but could be. It could be in alien races. A mixture of both. Of both of what? Telepathic and, you know, verbal. Wouldn't one be redundant with the other? Yeah, so forget I said that and just <laughs> scrap it and we'll move forward. I mean, I would say... I, I mean, I say, I say that they can probably do both, but they alter it when they talk to humans. Well, okay. So they're just going to use words, yeah? If you had the ability to telepathically communicate with someone, yeah, which would you favour? Probably words. I'd rather... I'd talk to people like face to face but then when i wanted to like bitch about someone i'd be telepathic okay yeah i was literally just about to say that okay i mean i'd just be telepathic all the time because that would just save effort like all frequencies broadcast i don't give a shit like you want to listen in go for it yeah but i i would say that they use language to accommodate us okay so we we say hi to these aliens they say hello back they've learned our language for us because they knew it would be easier uh, we yeah, find sure. them very polite, very nice, but that's because we don't know that behind our backs, telepathically, they're just like ragging on us. Uh, yeah, they're like, oh, they're t- look how tall they are. How many fingers do you need? <laughs> Why are they not grey? I mean, state of it. That's what they're saying telepathically. Why are they not naked? That's really exactly. Oh, you can't wear Converse in space. Do you think that to them, clothes would be like culturally offensive? Oh, yeah. Because you know, like in certain places on Earth... You know, you yeah. do certain things, it, it could be classed as yeah. offensive. So do you think that, like, clothes would would be incredibly... Uh, no, I completely lost my train of thought then. Shit. 404. Yeah, a 404. 
Their relationship with clothes is the inverted uh, relationship that we have. So, like, they wear clothes, but only ah, during, like, okay. only when they're washing themselves or, you know, getting freaky. That's when they wear clothes. Man, that's some images. Like, <laughs> I mean, they must have some, I, there must be some item of clothing that we have on Earth that they would find massively offensive. Like, you turn up wearing, you know, a glove and they're just, they are freaking out. It is blasphemy. <laughs> there is, you know, they want you hunted down. You're going to court. You know, it's like Salman Rushdie, but in space, yeah, but with aliens. Yeah, like yeah. I think I like fingerless gloves. I think are probably like debatable. That'd be mixed emotion, wouldn't it? Because yeah. you're like, oh, you but you can't. Your fingers are naked, but they're not. That confuses like, them. Yeah, like, do we take you to jail or do we just forgive you? Right. So fingerless gloves aren't Fashion illegal. Crimes. Yeah, they're not illegal, but they are frowned upon. So they're they're space anti-fashion police. Yes. I'm I'm unjustly proud of that. <laughs> Please carry on before I get to big myself up more. So okay, so that's a basic gist of them. Oh, uh, what do we? What? Yeah, sure. What are we thinking that they eat and drink? How are they? You know, doing that. You know, I say mean, say we've met them. We've gone onto their space yeah. station. We've said yeah. hello. We've said pleasantries. We yeah. find them very nice, even though we know yeah. that they clearly are uncomfortable with our. Um, clothing. They're bitching about us. I'm wearing four gloves at once. Yeah, yeah, but we don't know about the bitching. <laughs> they decide to offer yeah. us some food. We've been on a long journey, so they take us to their food hall. What What do you yeah, think we sure. see when we step in? What's on What's on display for us to eat? Jelly. Uh, yeah. What sort? Is it just jelly like on Earth, or is it sort of jelly with special proteins and minerals and stuff in it? No, it's like jelly. I mean, that doesn't really answer my question. <laughs> Is it like bullshit jelly where there's like stuff in it? Yeah. No. No, I just see jelly. Is is it proper blue blue jelly castles? Like it's these like really extravagant like I mean when they dine, they dine. It's not just like a can like a canteen, cafeteria style. (laughs) Like I mean it's like a banquet every time they dine. Yeah. And they put on like and they've put on this massive like banquet for us because we've arrived, like we're the guests. And there's just like giant ass jelly castles everywhere. That like sounds je- amazing. Jelly pies, different colours. So basically, colours colours we've never seen before. Yes. Glitter jelly. Oh, fucking glitter jelly! That'd be amazing. So like a feast for Henry the Eighth, but everything's jelly. But in jelly form. So like a yeah. roast chicken made of glitter jelly. Right. Oh yeah. But they can't get gout though. Yeah. Because <laughs> Henry the Henry the Eighth was loving the gout, he couldn't get enough gout. I don't know. I know Claire, you gout. Did he have Did he have gout? No, he didn't have gout. Cheers. No. <laughs> All right. Well, I know about the rest of his stuff because you told me, and that was horrific. <laughs> but, yeah. Um. But the thing that I've noticed a paradox in them: they love eating, and they always have you know huge banquets whenever they eat. But they don't like clothes, so they want ostentatiousness in some respects, but not in others. That's a good point. So they're giving it the big one coming at us going, oh, he's wearing a fingerless glove. I don't know how to feel, but then he's there eating like nine foot's worth of jelly. Yeah, but I mean, to be fair, that to us might appear Unbelievable. like they're showing off, but maybe that's literally the shape it has to be to digest. Because maybe on their planet, they eat the jelly homes of creatures instead of the creatures, which to them is more moral than actually eating the creature. So it's a bit like eating the shell that a hermit crab is eating. Is exactly, it? yes. But yeah. the, yeah, the sure. creatures okay. on their planet make ostentatious jelly castles. 
I love this planet that we're not, that they live on. Sounds amazing. My question is, how do they eat? Do they eat like we do? It's like you've got a mouth, open it, food goes in, and then there we are. I mean, we know they have a mouth because they do talk to us. Yeah. Everything, yeah, but, but, all the all the sort of like jelly castle things that they eat or the yeah. jelly jelly creations, they, yeah, eat sure. it, they eat it with a twirly straw. How are you sucking up jelly through a twirly straw? I don't know. I'm not an alien. Ask them. But they don't They don't eat the straw. Like They don't suck up the castles uh, through the straws through the mouth because they still talk when they eat. I know they have yeah. telepathy. I mean... I do that. So you've been in a restaurant with me. But they, they, I think they just put it like straight in the belly button. Really? Like it's straight into the stomach. Yeah. Oh, this is a very efficient race. I like them. Mm. So they have like a belly button, like a, a belly button that they put the twirly straw to. Yeah. These funky, crazy straws. And then they carry on talking whilst consuming the jelly creation. Yeah. So do they drink or do you think the jelly's enough? Nah, Listen, it's, it's the, all the... substance. It's, it's of substantial substance. It, it does everything for them. Again, are we offending them culturally, though? Because we're there and we're going to start putting it into our mouths. Is this just a whole glove situation all over again? He's wearing clothes. He's using his mouth. I'm appalled. We need a hearing. Or are they fine with us just using our mouths? Uh, I think they expect it. But I think they're slightly surprised that they do cool. find... They, they cool. thought it was going to be a bit disgusting. But yeah. a little bit arousing. They're into it. They're a just like, into yeah. It, yeah. Like telepathically, they're you know they're they're sharing the the pleasure for it, but we don't know. They're still so keeping they a very actually... like professional level with us. How do, do they we enjoy? Know if they're aroused because their butts start glowing. Ooh. I mean, what what color though? It, it it it's different for each one. It depends is on what levels? stage of arousal. Yeah, exactly. Blimey! I mean, I mean, if it's red, you fucking is there an end game the to that? Is, is there an end game to that? Someone need to bring in some Dettol? <laughs> space Why Dettol? Dettol? Why space Dettol? Because, well, it's just gone everywhere. I don't know what, I don't know what <laughs> it is, but it's gone everywhere. It's when the Jelly. colours start leaking that you have to worry, yeah. Ooh. Blimey, you brought that into it. Um, so, a natural space. segue now. The what cleaning you... robots on this ship, man. We've We've dined with them. We've eaten as much jelly as we can, and we we, we got a bit uncomfortable uh, wait, with the glowing. Wait, I have a question, right? I have a quick question. Yeah, you go up there, you're giving it the big one. Hello, aliens. They're like, Meh. um, but you you can't eat jelly because of dietary concerns. Do they give you an alternative? Yeah, because I I couldn't do it because jelly has gelatin in it, and, and I, I think it's rank, gelatin. and I don't want to eat it. Yeah, but this jelly yeah. is vegetarian jelly in the fact that it was made by other creatures to live in. Ah. Hang on. Did they make it? Like they just they got they got some like Robinsons, you know, one of those blocks. They popped it in a bowl. They did the procedure, and then they lived in it. Or did was it organic jelly? I imagined it was organic jelly created by the creatures. Oh, you mean cut like created like when you pull something out of your nose or something? Uh, yeah. So okay, right. I thought you just meant like the creature, like you said, a hermit crab. So a hermit crab's born, yeah. but it's got a jelly shell. Yeah, yeah, but I imagine they actually yeah. constructed it. Hence why it's oh. castle shaped. Okay, cool. I mean I just meant like I just meant extravagant shapes really. I just thought I the castle was the first thing that came to my mind, but you know, there's all these extravagant shapes everywhere. I would imagine castles. Yeah, okay, so we've eaten as full of jelly as we can be. Uh we got a bit All the jelly. We were if anything, we thought the glowing butts were entertaining. We didn't know what that was. Well we did when it ended. Yeah, we quickly learned and we 
we, we, oh, we asked to be moved on and we wanted, yeah. we wanted to go to kind of like a casual lounge or whatever they do for hobbies you know we wanted to see their culture a little yeah so they they take us along to the next room what do you think is in this room what do you think is in these aliens kind of downtime casual recreation room piles and piles and piles of paperwork you think that's their chance they love paperwork yeah i mean they're not we've already established they're not into fun in a how we'd understand it on earth they're not into clothes jelly gives them the business you know they're not into mouths either so they i don't think they'd be into like bouncy castles or other fun stuff we do on earth i can't think of right now wait 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 are you trying to say that if we as humans had a space station and aliens came to us we'd eventually yeah. lead them into a room with a bouncy castle in it look let's be honest you've made me look stupid <laughs> rightly so no we wouldn't <laughs> or maybe we would if we did have one of those if we did have a room with bouncy castles in it wouldn't be the only fun room we wouldn't have like 50 of those we'd have maybe like three maximum i would have thought one room would have been enough for a bouncy castle. listen 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 if i'm throwing money at the wall to build a space station i'm getting the highest end bouncy castles money can or even can't buy they're in there they're amazing you're going 12 foot in the air you know. That sounds pretty fun. Yeah. yeah. I mean, wait a minute. We'd have to turn gravity on on, on the space station. I was taking that as red. Yeah, I'm right. assuming that we've that's mastered yeah. somehow. All right. Yeah. <laughs> we just casually mastered space gravity, but we're talking about ornate bouncy castle construction. These aliens, I don't know what they're doing, man. So they're doing paperwork in their spare time. What kind of paperwork is it they're doing? What is the funniest I mean, paperwork that they can do? Taxing. Maybe it's a rate. Yeah. They're taxed on everything. It's not just like, oh, you've taxed on what you've earned. It's you're taxed on everything. Walking, blinking. Oh, do they blink? Let's say they blink so I can get this joke moving. They blinking. But glowing. All of, well, I mean, that's some sensitive paperwork. That's like, maybe you've got like, you can't see through the car, but there's carbon paper on that, but it's like stealth carbon paper. So no one knows how much glowing is occurring. In, yeah. In like, the, the household. You don't know what they're getting. No, of course. I mean, they're, no. they're still respectful of, like, privacy. Yeah. Yeah. Or are they? Because, I mean, we were just in a room with them and Jelly, and they were just like, ah, and we were like, oh, no. Well, I mean, they were quite happy because that was a lot of paperwork now that they have to fill out. That is true. Like, 58 forms. Yeah. And that's only the first, you know, movement of that series of paperwork that's for only when they're, that's only for when they're still in the green stage of glowing i mean do they get progressively more serious and boring so is there a step beyond paperwork or do they just go paperwork is like prime fun for this well, race what of... do you think is their sports activity what do you think is like their nfl for them um i realized right. i called them them we don't we haven't actually named them yet um, can someone else do that well, I mean, yeah, you, not you've already... Because my, my throat will not stand up to making any more weird noises. I was going to say, you've already, like, shown what their dialect is like, so I don't <laughs> I don't want and, and, to have a go. And the two it. of you can demonstrate more of that dialect, because I can't, because my throat will give out. <laughs> I'm not stooping to that level. <laughs> don't, because your throat will hurt doing that. <laughs> so, yeah, their sport. What is their sport of choice? Maybe they're a very... You know what I was saying before, how... Some things they seem ostentatious and some things they don't. Maybe this is really ostentatious. Maybe this is so ostentatious we can't get it. I, I think whatever their sport is, it does involve... Like, the play pitch is an entire planet. The first match they ever played of this is still being played. Yes, that's a regular... So, okay. um, depending on... We're going to have to establish how long they live for. Because you can't have, like, the players still... 
are they all, are they all nine hundred years old still trying to hit these no, three the space thing. balls into the nine nets? The, the or... players, the the players have to procreate during the match, otherwise their team will lose because that's how long it goes on for. Like they live slightly longer than us, but still they have to make sure they've got a child. Otherwise, right. player five but... has to continue his like match. I reckon when they have kids, they don't actually. They're not kids for long. They're kind of like born and then they're capable. Oh, yeah. They're like animals yeah. where, the, the, you know, once they're born, they're semi-capable of looking after themselves. They're not like humans yeah. where we're useless. Yeah, but they can't reproduce on the field because we've established from the paperwork scenario that they're quite sensitive about that stuff. So is there a blackout? Does the screen go to black or static? Or is it like special booths where they just casually... I reckon like the people and like do that. the the aliens that are on the planet like doing the game. Yeah, sure. Like they will have sort of like secretaries that will be doing all that paperwork for them. Like constant. They'll be employed yeah. just to do that paperwork. So they can carry on like gaming, procreating, and then like everything's covered for them. It's like do you know when um F one cars pull sure, into sure. the uh, like mechanics yeah. lane and everyone just like amasses on it. That's what happens. So like yeah. They'll, they'll do a hit and they'll have to yeah. do the 58th run and then yeah. they'll just go into the little side lane and a little blanket yeah. will be like cast over them quickly. They'll do yeah. the business while, sure. you know, yeah. 20 or so um, accountants are doing all the paperwork yeah. for them. Around them or are they are they watching or they're not? There's, in no, blankets. Got, they've, they've, There's they've, no blankets. They don't do clothing. They well, don't do anything material. The blanket, material. though, is just to cover the ass glow. Otherwise, everyone watching the sport would have to fill out paperwork. Right. So it's like I mean, a, a cloaking I, device. I like these guys, but the amount of paperwork we're going to have to fill when we leave is like, oh, God, I'm not into that. Anyway, sorry, the sports, yeah? Yeah. We don't do why, why are we doing paperwork? Because we've just seen so much of their society and they, they love paperwork. I assume we'd have so to So you think we'd adopt that? Yeah, like a year's worth of paperwork just to get out the escape hatch or the leaving hatch because we're not escaping. They've been ran. But, you know. Well, I'm not doing paperwork. Yes. Okay, well, we're not going to do that. We'll just escape without it. <laughs> so I'm off to the toilet. I'm off to whatever you have as a toilet. See ya, and we're gone. Okay, good. We'll sneak out. So they're on their planet. They've got their, their 17 balls going into their nine nets mm-hmm. for the, in, in the 87th quarter of the Blickhop match. Yeah, each net's on its own continent. Yeah, but if if the, if the match is always always ongoing, how do you have demarcation points where you go, this is an enjoyable moment, or this isn't an enjoyable moment? What do they get out of it as, you know, spectator number one million and seven? Well, obviously, after each round, um, the spectators have to fill out paperwork on whether they enjoyed it, and the paperwork in itself is enjoyable. So there's never a bad round. Oh, of course. The, the the paperwork is the is the enjoyment. It is the enjoyment. Is there recreation? Yeah. So it's like that bit where um Tom Sizemore goes in heat. Yeah, the action is the juice. Yep. Like that. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean the only reason that um the sheet is over, you know, the nasty times. Yeah, device. Um, yeah, sure, yeah, sure. Um is because yeah. obviously sometimes you can have too much fun. And the amount of paperwork that you'd have to constantly be filling out for all the new players being created would yeah. it would diminish like you know how sometimes like good things come in small doses it's that kind of like that yeah it would ruin okay. the end of the uh, the round paperwork yeah, yeah. Doing paperwork during the round 
Well, exactly, exactly. It depends yeah. on the level of rounds going on for. I mean, this, this, the the first and only game has been going on for over five hundred years. Um, five hundred years. Yeah. Blimey. So is it? I mean, how many sports do they have? Is it just this sport? Because I mean, this sport if got... preoccupies them, I would say. Okay. Okay. So is there is there leagues of this sport? Is there because you know there's like Formula One, but there's also Formula Three that nobody on earth cares about. Um, they want there to be leagues. They decided yeah. they'd c- to consider that after doing one one game and see how it goes. Okay, cool, cool. Okay, this is still the first game of the of ever. Ever. They are a committed species. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so are they just trying to do stuff which will generate a lot of bureaucracy so they can just fill in those forms, right? Oh yeah. So how do they do? Like, no, you've got to build a road on whatever planet they're from. Does that have a lot of bureaucracy, or or is it like another weird inverted? work they've got where they don't have bureaucracy for that like i've repaved pfft, drive or whatever they've got the names of their planets mm. the roads on their planets has that got no paperwork to yeah it? they're actually very efficient that's why they're so good because yeah they're efficient where efficiency is needed yeah so okay, cool. you know hospitals are getting built with no question like that's fine but yeah, just slip some like yeah money under the yeah. whatever the name for a table is in their planet and then bosh there's a new they can't have burns wards because they can't get set on fire but yeah. But ironically, to us that seems like a really good idea. To them, yeah, sure. They look at it the same way because there's no paperwork, there's no fun in it. Yeah. Do you guys fancy uh, doing some shameless future advertisement now? Oh, Gotta pay those space bills. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So if you want to okay. just uh, prepare yourselves for the return of the ISS, I am so prepared. Claire, are you are you ready? I am ready. Show me your ready face. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's a ready face. (laughs) Okay, guys, you know the drill. Pop on your hats. I'll turn the preset dial and we shall see uh, what pops through. Uh, Let me know when you're ready. Yeah. Is that you? I'm ready. You you ready? I'm good. It's on. I'm ready. Okay, I'm going to turn this down. I want you guys to like describe to me what you're seeing. I'm, I'm just, I'm seeing a kitchen and some unhealthy food, and then it's like the people in this are putting it into this weird, very convoluted-looking machine, and then it's coming out like, healthy. Does it? It looks and smells better, but it sound tastes the same. Okay, so what? It's like greasy burger goes in. Yeah. Greasy burger comes out, but better? Healthy. Healthy, Healthy burger. You know? I mean, it's not greasy. Like, it's not greasy anymore. Like, no, it's not greasy anymore. It's healthy. Okay. Is this, like, is this burger only? Or other foods? Anything, anything. You put a Snickers in there, you know, it's got more nuts now, and the chocolate's not bad for you anymore. Okay. You put, nice. Like, you put, you know, you put some Pepsi in there, now it just doesn't exist. Now it's just Coke. You put a Fanta in there. That's Coke as well. It turns everything yeah, to Coke, Coke and it's super healthy. Yeah, so you just so you just put anything, anything that's unhealthy that you like, put it in and it comes out the same, but it's just healthy. Nice. Who's doing this? What who, what company? Um, You know Emsley Cranes, who make cranes? They, they branched off. Okay. Right? They are making this machine. They needed to diversify. In the future, it's all hover cranes. You ones with wheels, brackets, all that wasn't working. They tried a lot of things, and then they got to this. Health, health was their deal. Emsley make a lot of health products. Wow. And that's where they are now. Cool. 
Okay, I mean, good for them. What's the name of the product? Uh, it's called the Enviro Enviroslob. The Enviroslob. Yeah, that's what it's called. Cool. What's the retail on that? I don't know what space inflation's like or future inflation. So it's a grand, but that's like fifteen. But that's like fifty nine ninety nine in you know twenty seventeen's money. All right. So it's so not like, too bad. You know. Yeah. That's like bargain. You put a Kit Kat in there. It comes out as a you know a piece of chocolate that's not garbage. Well, hey, I mean, so it's probably extended your life by another ten or twenty years. Yeah, Enviroslob is fantastic, man. I think Enviroslob is probably the best product we've actually advertised so far. They pay the most money, so I'm, a, I'm agreeing with you there. Whoever pays the most money is the best product. Claire, what's your opinion on this? It's definitely something I could use, so I like it. My, I do have one concern. What happens if you put already healthy food in? Like, what if you put an apple in there? Well, my yeah, I was kind of thinking that. What would happen if you put water in there? Like, well, we've already established you put water in, it becomes Coke. Yeah, so can you change already bland but healthy foods into still healthy but better foods. tasteful foods? Yeah. Yeah, so like you've so got like a salad, it turns into like a full roast dinner, but it still has the health benefits of salad. So like I'm putting I'm putting a bunch of like you know what trail mix is? Yeah. Basically some twigs in a bag. You pop that in there, it comes out, it's the biggest bag of those crunchy M and M's you've ever seen. Yeah. Yes. I'm saying it is because I want some of those M&M's. I assume you could put, like, arsenic in there and you just get, like... Sherbet. Yeah. But do we have to put food in? Is it So, hang on, is it a transformation machine or a healthing machine? Because, I mean, you can't put, like, rusty nails in there and it suddenly comes out as, you know, a gourmet meal. We have to always... As a machine, it always has to accommodate food originally to still be food. Yeah, I don't think that would work. I think you'd have to put in the same thing. It doesn't change its, like, structure. Yeah. Like, I mean, if, if you it's put a trans- water in, it's not going to change it to Coke. Well, if, no. you put, if you put, a like, a packet of M&Ms, like you're saying, it doesn't change it to, like, I don't know, a salad. Like, it just doesn't work like that. You have to put in yeah, the it, same it thing. Just has to, yeah, it just has to extract the um, unhealthiness and put in yeah, some nutrients. What's wrong with that? Oh, because that's the most absurd thing in this. This product has um, the unhealthiness. Because that's a, like it is an individual thing. <laughs> I've it's got I've got bags of unhealthiness, and I'm just going to shove it in all these sweets. It, it's a so macro. Essentially, essentially, it's not a micro. You put in you put in a McDonald's quarter pounder. It provide it performs an exorcism, and there you go. <laughs> yeah. What about a big? What What about a big tasty? Can you put a big tasty in there? You could put anything in there. It, then the machine. What about McFlurry? Yes, anything that's unhealthy. No, McNuggets. <laughs> apple pie though. Do you put it? Can you put a nuclear hot McDonald's apple pie in, and it comes out at a temperature that's you know workable? Yeah. Is it healthy? Yeah. It is now. Well, there you go then. But, but there I do go indeed. Yeah. <laughs> Emsley are making money hand over fist. You know, everyone looks and sounds and feels amazing. Nobody's losing out. It's a win for everyone. Uh, okay, but what would happen if you put in consumables that aren't food? Do you know, I was thinking, what would happen yeah. then if they branch off where you put yourself in the machine? Does that make that? Does that make you healthy, or does that just make you edibly healthy? <laughs> Yeah, I don't want to be eaten. I like not being cannibalised. Um, well, I was thinking, like, I suppose... if you put, like, a cigarette in there, does that become mm. healthy? Yeah. 
Yeah, there's definitely gonna be a branch where uh, you can put, I mean, you can put something you, in there that's not gonna that's not good for you, and it'll would be you have to, for you. Would you, yeah, but would you have to put the paper and the filter in there, or could you just put tobacco through it and just cut out the middleman? Because paper and paper and filters, they're not bad for you. Can't, can't, we can't eat them. It's all, it's I mean, you I can know. eat them, and I guarantee they'll be bad for you. I mean, they're not sold on the sweet aisle, are they? Is what I'm saying. There'll a, no. no, there'll be a branch off where it'll be other things that you can turn good. I imagine at the end of this advert, there is a one of those like kind of disclaimers that talks incredibly quickly, and it has a yeah. lot of products. This does not count with cigarettes, tobacco, sugar. Like, there's actually only a few things that you can actually put in this machine to do, successfully do you, convert it. Coca-Cola and cannibalism. <laughs> do not put yourself in. May be dangerous for children under the ages of five. <laughs> do not use without adult assistance. May cause side effects of death. It's <laughs> a pretty significant side effect. Oh, it's on the Oh, well, I don't... Mm. 54% of 206 candidates agree that this product is kind of okay. <laughs> <laughs> and would use it again? If they weren't dead, which which 46% of them are. <laughs> so I think, all in all, a successful product but comes with its... Uh, Obviously, you've got to be responsible. You've got to be a responsible owner of the product. Yep, good good product. Good product, right. Yeah. Yep. Infinite sponsor space, done. Let's go. Okay, try and remember the first part <laughs> of what we talked about, all the alien information. Retain that information. I am and can. And let's move yeah. on with the after effects. So we've left the space station. We've got a goodie bag of jelly. Yeah. We're all feeling pretty kind of like jived. It, it was a good trip. Can I always raise issue with the word bag? Like, I ain't putting jelly in a bag. It's a jelly bag. Is it like super space-tastic technology? It's uh, like a normal... Do you know jelly sandals from the 90s? <laughs> oh, man. Love yes, because I'm bag. 100 years old and I remember them. Imagine a bag yeah. made of that. Did you guys have a pair? Yes, of course I did. I did. I was yes. a child of the. Every child of the nineties legally had to have a pair. You, you both to had fair, them. Of course we did. Everyone had them. <laughs> no, I did. I did have some. <laughs> oh my god, that's amazing! I had pink, glittery, heeled ones. I think mine was see-through. They were great. Yeah. They were comfy. I mean, oh, please cut this. Please don't. Uh, <laughs> uh, we sound well millennial. I love the idea of you two wearing pink jelly shoes. Not yeah, but you've only known ones. us as adults, Just so... Jelly- <laughs> you couldn't get over the idea of me wearing Chelsea boots the other day. I mean, how, how have you not died thinking about this? I have no idea. If you made jelly Chelsea boots, are they just wellies? I mean, no, because they wouldn't have the... They have the, like, elastic down the side, though. Yeah, I mean, they do You can't have- get... They do have welly style Chelsea boots. You you can't get jelly elastic. <laughs> it's snap. Yeah, I mean maybe that's their biggest invention. This alien race, jelly elastic. That's it. We solved our elastication problem. We whacked some jelly on it. We are the best race in the Milky Way. Thank you. Yeah, so we've we've left them kind of really kind of jazzed about the whole affair. You know, this was fantastic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, where do you think we go from there? Where do you think our relationship? expands. I mean, I think there's a long way to go because of the cultural differences. Oh, yeah. I wouldn't say that we've bonded straight away. No, I wouldn't say like we're not. inseparable as in like, oh my god, I feel heartbroken, I've just left my friend behind kind of thing. Like, No, I, I mean, we would, like we would 
we were super excited about it because as far as we're aware, it went down great. We didn't know about all the kind of psychic bitching that was going on behind our backs. Yeah, I don't think they give a shit about us. Do you think they moved the yeah. space station? So they're like, oh no, totally come back again. <laughs> It'd be great, <laughs> bring your friends. And we come See back ya. and they're just yeah, not they're there. Just like- the level of bureaucracy they don't have <laughs> is unbelievable. Get the thrusters to max. We're going elsewhere now. <laughs> so that's actually the first and only time we ever come in contact with aliens. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, sure. So it wasn't anything to do with our violence. It wasn't anything to do with our kind of Neolithic standards. It was yeah. we weren't bureaucratic enough. Yeah. Yeah, sure. And we didn't, and we didn't like paperwork. That was the biggest insult. Yeah, we weren't. No, you just you you. They ask you, how long is a sports match on Earth, and you go, well, some are ninety minutes, some are eighty minutes, some are this, that, and the other, and they just look at you with their eyes that I presume they have. Their asses immediately and, go dim. Yeah, yeah. They're back to grey. I mean, do we do we know at this point what those colours mean? We don't. No, do we, we still don't get it. Yeah. So we have left thinking that this has been the greatest meeting of the minds ever. And yeah, they they think otherwise and they bugger off forever. Yeah. Mm, I believe that can happen. I believe that will happen. Oh, you know what would be amazing? If we offended them when we leave, though, did we actually end up sneaking out or did we leave properly? Oh, no, I- we, we leave properly and we didn't like intentionally insult them. It's just how like boring we are. You know, when we left, though, were we even more insensitive? Did we give them a leaving gift of like pairs and pairs of gloves, and they were just like, "Get out now!" Because you, that's just unconscionably offensive. That that's like a that's like a fashion slur. Yeah, you've slurred us with fashion. Leave now. Get in the airlock before we kick off, and we are just glowing all shades you've never seen before. We, what we did was we ran gave, out of breath there. We gave them <laughs> photographs of us, and obviously all the photographs were very clothed. So that yeah, was just, it extremely. Was, it was, it was like, like people, people in the Antarctic, where you can't even see the face because they're that like wrapped up. Yeah. Oh yeah, and that I mean, was what, just mm, too much. Yeah. I mean, I've never seen that shade again, and I don't want to. So we've sorted first contact. Yep. That's yeah, definitely going to happen. Definitely how it is. 100% this podcast is nothing but factual. Oh, absolutely. When is it never anything but factual? Exactly. This exactly. is your go-to guide for facts. Cool. So if you uh, enjoyed this uh, episode, please uh, follow us, like us, subscribe, uh, and leave a review if you'd like. We are at Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Koi Resignation. That's K-O-I Resignation. SoundCloud and iTunes is where you can find us. Uh, I do want to just quick shout out thanks to Ian McDougall for creating our artwork. It's baller and rad. Uh, and thank you, Paul and Claire, for joining me for another look into the inevitable future. Thank you. Yes, thank you. <laughs> Uh, you are welcome. <laughs> oh, I know. Um, so, till uh, next time, I've been Jack Sinclair, and next week I want to talk about dog jetpacks. I've been Claire Adams, and next week I want to talk about hamster birthday parties. And I've been Paul Upton, and next week I want to talk about giraffe acrobatics. <laughs> <laughs>